Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Top of the List. I am one of your hosts, Dom, here with the other host, RB. Say what's up, RB. What's up, everybody? And on this week's episode of Top of the List, we will be discussing some October-themed films. I mean, I, I don't know. If, can we say they're Halloween-themed? Not really. Spooky season. Spooky I, I guess, films. You know? Spooky kind yeah. of horror you know, veering on the the side of the horror genre, we wanted to kick off October right by some horror themed reviews. And I've got a movie to talk about that RB hasn't seen, and I'm going to talk a little bit about it. But RB has probably the most popular series on Netflix right now to discuss. And he's got his opinion hot, coming in hot. And that would be Dahmer. So um, I'm going to hand it right off to you, RB. Um, you know, let people know if you're going to be talking spoilers and everything. Yeah, so I will definitely be talking spoilers, and I'll, I'll be very honest, a little a little disclaimer here. I am not 100% through the Dahmer series. I'm through the first seven episodes. It is a 10-part series, uh, so I, I've not completed it yet, but so far, I mean, it's my cup of tea for those of you who've been listening to Top of the List for a while. Uh, I'm a big fan of the historic dramatization of something that actually happened. Uh, and then, of course, I think we discussed it. It may have been pre-top of the list even, so we may not have mm. discussed it. But when I, I got really into the uh, the serial killer, sort of the inside psychology part of it, right about the time that the uh, Ted Bundy film came out on Netflix, uh, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil and Vile, uh, starring Zac Efron, uh, John Malkovich, amongst others. So I got really into this genre. Of course, Netflix did a... a piece earlier this year on John Wayne Gacy as well that I, I got really into. So I was really excited to start this Dahmer series. It's the uh, closest thing that you can get to watching a horror film, huh, RB? Well, that, that is what intrigued me here. And this is why I was curious, because I know you're, it's not really your sort of style, Dom, but okay. if you watch the trailer for this before it dropped on Netflix, mm -hmm. it looked like a historical dramatic piece that they were going to make like a horror film. And that's what really intrigued me about this. Um, you know, it was, they're not going to make this about the history of Jeff Dahmer. They're actually going for capturing his true sense of evil. At least is what it looked like they were going for. Which is unlike, unlike the Bundy series, by, or the, the Bundy film by any means. I mean, a little bit with the Gacy series, but that was more a documentary than a historical dramatization. So it was, it was really interesting to see this take on it. So I'm going to start by giving my score right now. Uh, it, so far, it hasn't quite lived up to the potential I've wanted it to. Uh, it gets very slow at certain parts. It's to the point where I almost think they could have made it a long Netflix release feature film, two and a half, three hour film, rather than a 10 part, 45 minute to hour long episode series. Uh, so I'm going to start by saying it's a seven and a half out of 10. Mm, okay. uh, and I think it could go higher before I watched it. I, I did a Wikipedia search. I wanted to know a lot more going into the series to know what to expect. Uh, so I wanted to know a lot more about Jeffrey Dahmer. And I feel like there are points where the director and the screenwriter of the show did the same thing. Cause I feel like word for word, the things that happened in the Wikipedia, you know, crime activity section of Jeffrey Dahmer, they just took and reenacted what they read on Wikipedia. So either great job to the Wikipedia writers, contributors <laughs> who, who wrote this because it's true to, you know, what actually happened 
or not so great job by the screenwriters thus far because it's literally like a copy of what you read on the Wikipedia page. So I, seven I, and a half out of 10 wow. for me. I think there's some excellent acting in it. Um, I was going to say, well, how about, uh, do you know the name of the guy that plays Dahmer? Yeah, so I want to hear your first impressions on what the film that you're going to be reviewing, okay. and then I'll go more into depth about acting certain certain aspects. Got it, okay. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah. if, I mean if you wanted to to know for sure so this, mm-hmm. the star of the show playing jeffrey dahmer is uh, evan peters and he i the reason i know him is because i think he was in a few x-men films in the yeah past. yeah okay. that is correct he uh he was quicksilver he yeah. was the quicksilver that showed up if i'm not mistaken in wandavision as yeah. well yeah that's where i last saw him was on wandavision yeah. i don't know if i'll if i could watch this one so for the listeners at home i'm a horror fan but I have a problem watching horror films that don't have something supernatural or, you know, something that makes it not like it couldn't happen in our world. You know, like I, I like the when movies are kind of like realistic. But when I watch horror films, I mean, you know, my favorite horror film is The Shining, which is all about a hotel haunted by ghosts, which, you know, you mean maybe you believe in ghosts, maybe you don't. But for me, just that fact that there's ghosts haunting this hotel i'm allowed to have a little escapism into that world it's not the same as my world in some ways so i don't know but watching a serial killer like documentary or a show in this case to me sometimes that feels a little too real and that's what really freaks me out so but if it's a great if it's a gate if it's a great performance i'm there I, i i will watch a great performance no matter where it is so and I will definitely say both because there are, there's some actual footage and, and interviews of Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm. Um, I think Evan Peters, you don't need maybe much range to play Jeffrey Dahmer. He's a very sort of one dimensional guy, at least in his interviews. But I mean, Evan Peters hits the nail on the head here. I mean, he obviously did his research, uh, did his uh, work to put to embody this role and i think he does a great job as well as uh, other members of the cast that you see later on who they actually are playing uh they you know i think that they did a great job makeup costume did a great job as well making them look like uh the roles they're playing so i i will say caps off to that for the show that's been excellent so so far high enough score to give the recommendation if i'm not mistaken rb or would you recommend any other shows before this yeah, I, I would recommend, uh, especially if this is your kind of show, you know, if you like the, I would definitely say if you like the Ted Bundy series, go okay. into this one, expect it to be a lot slower. But then again, I think that may have been a stylistic choice by our, uh, our directorial team, because I think when you make a film like this, you make it more so to pay tribute to the victims than, of course, to the killer. You don't want to bring more fame and notoriety to Jeff Dahmer, but you want to bring more notoriety to his victims and almost as a sense of warning for those, you know, to watch out in the future. And I I think that's more the point of this show is it's slower at points because it takes the time to tell just about each and every one victim's stories on how they ended up there. Uh, So yes, that that is definitely what I'd say. I'd recommend it's not a roller coaster ride like the Bundy Mm. thing. This thing locks in and takes its time with everyone of uh of Dahmer's murders so if, if that sounds like your cup of tea and you got the time go for it but definitely not what I expected going in but still would recommend if you're a fan of uh of historical dramatizations with a little twinge of horror suspense 
Yeah. And what, what do they call these kind of shows? They call them uh, like the making of a murderer series is kind of like a, oh, true crime kind of style. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I would put true crime more in the documentary base, whereas okay. this is truly like the Ted Bundy film. This is a true uh, historical dramatization. Got it. Okay. Yeah. This is not, there's no cutaways and interviews with actual you know the the da for example and you know his court case or the police officers who arrested him this is all a historical dramatization with the exception of a few post-credit scenes here and there that show actual footage interesting okay all right there so for top of the list listeners there's the first series on our spooky october reviews so rb gives it a seven and a half out of ten go check out Dahmer on netflix available now um now, next on the movie side of things, there's a few films that I wanted to discuss. I haven't gotten around to watching two of them that have come out this year. I wanted to preface with uh, these are all 2022 films I wanted to talk about here. Um, the first two that I haven't seen that I hopefully will be able to discuss by the time we get to our top 10 films, the 2022 list are uh, X and Pearl, which are the first two of a trilogy that came out this year. I'm really interested to see those. Um, I, I wanted to see X earlier in the year, never got a chance to go to theaters. Now I think I'm going to try to rent it and watch it at home. Um, same thing with Pearl. I might try to get into the theaters if it's still out now. If not, I'll wait and rent it at home and then give you guys the review because I've heard a lot of good things about those two. So, but, um, so I guess that's kind of an open recommendation. I haven't seen it yet, but if you guys are looking for horror films in 2022, it's a great year to check out some horror films because there's been some awesome ones out this year so far. Um, and one of those I just went and saw with uh, my buddy from college, Hunter, and we went and saw Barbarian, which um, let me pull up on my phone here. I have the director's name right here. It's a film by Zach Krager, and it stars Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, and Justin Long. Those are kind of the main three uh, main three in the film. And so I went into this film, having seen a little bit of the trailer, I knew it had to do with some sort of tunnel underneath this house. And that was about it. And when I walked into the theater, I didn't know what to expect. And when I left, I wasn't quite sure what I had actually seen. This is one of the most mind twisting, numbing experiences I've ever been into. It's, it's a left turn from the word go, you, you uh, think the movie's going one way and then boom, it's total major twist and then another major twist. And one of the most impressive things about this film is that there is an extremely, and when I say extremely, I am not, um, I am not watering it down one bit. There is an extremely dark tone in this film. I mean, it gets really, really dark, like so dark that a couple of times I was feeling sick to my stomach. But the greatest feat that this director does is that he can go from a really sickeningly dark tone to something that's absolutely hilarious in the next scene. And that was one of the most pleasant surprises in this film, the editing and style and just the way that it felt. It felt kind of like you could be terrified one second and laughing out loud the next. And that was what was really great because um, namely Justin Long, every time his character comes on the screen, he gets the laughs when he needs them and he gets the scares when he needs them too. I mean, holy crap, this movie blew my mind. I really enjoyed Barbarian. Um, as it is right now, it's definitely in the top 10 movies for me this year. 
Um, not sure specifically where it'll sit on the list, but so far I'm going to give it a nine and a half out of 10. I really enjoyed this film. Um, the other actors in the film, Bill Skarsgård is really good. He, I thought he was going to be in it a little bit longer than he actually is, but while he's in the film, he's really good. Georgina Campbell. Um, I mean, what can I say? The leading actress, she does everything you could possibly want from a leading actress. And I'm very, very careful not to say what the actual, you know, I mean, every horror movie has it, you know, your Jason or your Michael Myers or whatever. I'm not going to say what this movie's version of that is because it is such a surprise and darkly twisted surprise that those that do see it, I want them to be surprised by it. But this film is incredible. Um, what what else can I say? Oh, one thing I did want to say, the, 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 the main suspense from this film comes from, you've seen it in the trailer, this kind of hallway, and there's a door in this hallway, and then she goes to the end of this hallway, and there's another door, and it seems like there's this seemingly never-ending tunnels underneath this house, and what's in the tunnels is terrifying, but the experience of walking through these tunnels in pitch black most of the time was done so expertly that I just had to bring it up because it was really, really tense. A great watch. Um, yeah. So nine and a half for me. I really enjoyed this one. All right. All right. So that's, I mean, that's a great review. Nine and a half out of 10 for sure. And I mean, that's high praise from you. Definitely You're such a uh, horror film connoisseur. Uh, now this film, the way, the way you described it reminded me of another film this year that I was going to bring up. I don't know if you saw it. You had recommended it to me because you said it sort of seemed almost like a watered down or um, was it bodies, bodies, bodies is that with, with Pete yeah. Davidson yeah. and the way you were sort of describing Justin Long's character almost reminded me of the reviews. I read. I didn't see bodies, 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 but the reviews of Pete Davidson's role in that film as sort of a comedy horror or comedic horror film actor and it sounds like Justin Long's role you say that you described here is similar to that. Would you, could you, have you seen Bodies, Bodies, Bodies this year? So I, I would say Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is more of Knives Out with millennials instead of sophisticated people. And, um, you know, there ha there is a little bit more of a horror spin on it. Whereas this Barbarian film is more, it's more like it, it it's trying to surprise you every minute. Like the first 30 minutes of this film, you're watching one film and then he like flips a switch and it's like, whoa, am I watching a completely different movie? The way that the director do, does that is what I'm kind of referencing there because it's not a straight up comedy movie at points. I mean, it's, um, so like, think about it like this RB, uh, gosh, I wish I, I wish I had the memory you do RB because I can never remember the titles of these films, but the film with Adam Driver and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon we watched last year about the, they were knights. Oh, The Last Duel. The Last Duel. Yeah. Okay, so you know when uh, you hear some of the stuff that Matt Damon's character says and it's so like sexist and terrible and you're kind of laughing, he's like, oh, how could this, you know, how could he have done this to me when he's like, you know, raped his wife and it's like, what the heck, how are you making yeah. this about you? Yeah. Those kind of things are the comic relief in this film. Okay. So like those kind of sexist comments where you're, you're watching Justin Long character and you're going, holy shit, this guy is such a terrible fucking dude. <laughs> and you're like laughing about it because he's such a shitty guy. Like mm -hmm. that kind of comedy is like the comedy relief in this film. If, if that tone is what you can Got think it. of. Yeah, no, no, no. That, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So it's like it's dark comedy. It's like you're laughing, but you're like, wow, should I be laughing right now? It's 
yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. Uh, but the twist in this one, I mean, it's shit, man. It would blow your mind. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it sounds like just sort of sort of flowing back into the the Dahmer series. It's it's quite the opposite of what you get from Dahmer because there's not there's not really a twist in Dahmer, mm-hmm. and there's definitely no comic relief in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is this is as dark as films come mm-hmm. when you see it, and I mean, I think the beauty in that again is the way the way this film is made. Yes, it's made in the style of a horror film, and I think that's just by choice of the the editing, the sets, and whatnot. Because I mean, what Jeff Dahmer did was truly horrific to his victims. But I think what's what's important to remember about this film, and I, I actually heard, uh, interestingly enough, an interview on NPR about this, saying, you know, it was it was a, I believe a professor of of uh, of criminology saying, you know, that he hates these films that are you know, making heroes essentially of these serial killers. Uh, but what's important to remember about this film is uh, again, I, I think it's a cautionary tale. I mean, what's, Im- what's really impressive is how it, they point out in this film, how many times Dahmer should have been caught mm-hmm. and wasn't simply because first of all, he was a white male and he was always, you know, did a lot of his crime in poor black neighborhoods. So the police would come and see this, you know, 30 year old in shape white guy and they'd be fine with it. And two, because he was gay in an in an AIDS crisis time, so people wouldn't go. You know, police officers wouldn't go and investigate his apartment because they were scared. Oh, we're going to breathe his same air. We're going to get AIDS from him. Right. I mean, so wow. I mean, I think it's it's a cautionary tale in that sense. Yeah. Um, which I think, yes, I can understand. You do not want to make Jeff Dahmer, Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, amongst others. You don't want to make these guys out to be heroes because they're not. They are the right. villains. But why these films need to be made are because they're cautionary tales and you have to learn from the shortcomings. And there were so many shortcomings, um, especially in this case from law enforcement, but obviously, you know, from other, other sides as well, from, from family members. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously with a lot of these, these serial killers, you learn about their background and growing up and they had not the easiest childhood. And, you know, of course that's covered in this series as well. Um, but I, I think that's handled beautifully in this show for sure. And to, to relate to what you're saying, the kind of deeper meaning of the film Barbarian, I mean, there is a, a big message about the film. The film takes place in Detroit. So, I mean, based on like, you know, the demographic of that area is usually impoverished area, um, especially where the film takes place. I forget what the neighborhood is, they say in the movie, but the film in the, the neighborhood in Detroit that the film takes place, the history of it is very telling of like exactly what you're saying, RB. It's a cautionary tale about, you know, the way that our society kind of makes these horrors. And um, that's, that's what's the scariest part of all. And I think that's what's important about really any, any yeah. form of cinema uh, is, is nowadays using, you know, directors and producers using that medium to have their voice heard uh, about this. You know, I mean, yes. For someone like you as a horror film, I think there's something to be said. You're probably going to go see, I mean, stop me if I'm wrong, but you're probably going to go see the next Halloween film. Right. Um, because that's a slasher film. And that's, you know, that's sometimes bread and butter. Just like I love going and seeing Adam Sandler films that are yep. stupid, you know, fart jokes, for lack yep. of a better term. You know, that's that's my bread and butter. I like to relax and watch that. But those films are, are great for their own reasons, but it's also great when we get cinema television series, whatever, that have an important 
tale, an important lesson to be learned. And it sounds like both this, both this show and uh, the film Barbarian have that. Yeah, exactly. It's specifically what these two have done is, is really great in that area. Um, and, you know, as far as the other horror films this year, I mean, I really enjoyed Prey as well. So, I mean, it's going to be between that and Nope and, you know, a few others that I have yet to see. Like I said, X and Pearl, I want to check those out. Um, it's going to, it's this year is really great for anything horror theme. There's a lot of great stuff out there. Um, if you're not into the super scary stuff, there's Hocus Pocus two out there. You can go check that one out on Disney plus there's all kinds of stuff. Um, there's a new, uh, show coming to HBO max that I've been seeing that I think comes out pretty soon. It's Velma and it's a more adult version of Scooby-Doo, which could kind of be fun. So, um, there's all kinds of stuff to see out there. Um, Hopefully we'll have some more Halloween review or Halloween slash, you know, what do, what do we say? Our RV spooky season reviews, I guess. Spooky season, yeah. Okay. Spooky seasonal reviews. And uh, we'll, we'll have some more stuff coming your way for sure. Um, hopefully sometime this month as um, we continue on here in October. So if you guys want to find us, you can find us on Google podcast, Apple podcast, and Spotify. Give us a five-star review. Leave a comment. Let us know if you've seen Dahmer or if you've seen Barbarian. What did you think? Did you like it? Do you agree with us? Disagree with us? Let us know down in the comments. And um, also let us know what else you'd like us to review. You can also find in the description uh, links to our Twitter uh, handles, uh, like our Twitter profile, so you can see what we've, been re- what we've been retweeting, as well as our letterboxed accounts. Go ahead and follow us on there. The links are in the description see what we've been reviewing. So I've just been trying to keep a track of everything I watched here in 2022. And Letterboxd has been a big help to, you know, keep everything in order. And yeah, we'll see where things go with that. Um, am I missing anything, RB? Yeah. And I mean, I'm not sure we have anything quite yet on the docket for what we're going to be uh, bringing, bringing next week. Uh, I was going to say potentially a review of Black Adam, but I think that's, we're two weeks out from that. Mm, okay. Uh, so Got a little bit of time there, uh, but beyond that, no, I mean, thanks everyone for tuning in to another episode of Top of the List. Like Dom said, you can follow us online. Let us know what you want us to review, and uh, we'll be checking those comments out for sure, and that may lead us to what our next review is next week. Absolutely. Go watch something spooky this October. Um, we'll see you guys on the next episode of Top of the List. Later, everybody.